0: what's up everyone dude it's it's been forever since we have recorded a podcast uh our apologies life just got super busy back in april we were basically graduating uh had a bunch of like uh events going on then our summer hit and none of us were around ever and then we've just been super busy here again uh but we're gonna be we're gonna try and be faithful with this once again Uh, Because we miss talking with each other, we miss miss just doing these types of things, uh, encouraging one another, just kind of picking at each other's brains for this. So uh, if you don't remember, I am Matt. Uh, We just, we love doing this recording. I'm here with Yexie. Hello. And we have a special guest, first timer on Anti-Sunday School, first year student, Isaac Aguilar. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so the, we, we kind of sat and kind of revamped our uh, topics. And so today we're going to talk about uh, is, it, is it acceptable? Is it a right, for lack of a better term as Christians, to uh, debate uh, when someone else has a viewpoint or belief that that is opposite of ours? So that's the topic for today. Um, I guess I'll just jump into it. Yeah. So um, I think I think it's our responsibility to hold a conversation. I hesitate using the word debate uh, because, for me, debates like I'm trying to convince you mm-hmm. of why I'm right. And I mean, yeah, we we know as Christians that you know the the way to Jesus is is the correct way to live and and. Um, <laughs> that anything opposite of that is is uh i hesitate to say wrong but it's it's skewed it's twisted and so i think i think we need to hold conversations i think i think we are called to be counterculture jesus himself was counterculture he challenged everything that was going on in in the time that that he was on earth and so um, I think if, I think if Jesus challenged, uh, the beliefs and viewpoints of the people around him, I think we're called to do the same thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. see. What do you, what do you have to say?
1: Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with that because I think like even looking at, um, the example that Jesus set for challenging things, like he didn't go out looking for a fight. Like he didn't go out saying like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And just pointing right. everything out to everyone. It was when his beliefs were directly challenged that he said, No, I'm not gonna let you come against what I hold to be true and the truth that is the truth. Right. Um, but I I I definitely agree with that though. Like it needs to be there needs to be conversation. Because if you go into it and you just say, like, I'm trying to convince you that I'm right, I'm trying to show you that my point of view is the right point of view, then all you're gonna you're just it's gonna be a constant back and forth. There's no, there's not really gonna be any real like what's the word not content but there's not going to be any real like connection in the conversation it's just constant back and forth and that goes nowhere
0: right i think i think our heart has to be understanding yeah i think our heart has to be the fact that hey i want to understand like why you believe this i want to understand what your life has been like that has led you up to this decision Mm -hmm. um because i think i think today's society people are just People don't care about understanding anything. Mm-hmm. They're just, I believe what I believe, and you can believe what you believe. And as long as you know, you you don't say you hate me and I don't say I hate you, then we're just gonna live in harmony. Right. And so I think I think it's I think it's tough in today's society because anytime that that there's a challenge, society says it's automatically hate. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the that's not the case. Just because just because I challenge something that that you think or I challenge something that, that you believe in doesn't mean i hate you it just might mean let's let's gain some let's gain some understanding here let's let's do let's do life together and i think i think masters is is a really cool context because people come in all the time with different beliefs Mm -hmm. and different mindsets and different backgrounds and you kind of come to this this place and you're kind of forced to live with a bunch of people who are way different than you and you have to learn,
1: right.
0: like, hey, just because we disagree doesn't mean we hate each other. Mm-hmm. It just means we disagree. And as long as there's like an understanding, and as long as there's a heart of like, I'm gonna still be in a relationship with this person, I think you can talk about the hardest topics and mm-hmm. still walk away friends, and yeah. still walk away like, hey, I still love you. I may not agree with with what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I still love you. And I think that's I think the, that's the heart in which we should have a conversation. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I mean, those are really good. I like those <laughs> funny I, I kind of started a little differently. Um, I think, yeah, I believe having a conversation with somebody is the right way to go instead of having a debate. But I also believe as Christians, we have a responsibility to speak truth. Yeah. And so yeah. um, when we hear somebody that is not speaking truth or is speaking against the word of God or, you know, the way of, of Christian living, you can say, um, I think we do have a responsibility to speak up and to say something, whether they agree with it or not. Um, now, at the same time, we have to be friendly. We have to be understanding. And if they decide that they that's not the way to go, then, you know, we have to continue to love them and continue to do it. But I think it's definitely like we have to speak up because as Christians, that's what we we're called to do is to speak the truth. Um, sometimes that can be hard and sometimes... They won't accept it, mm, yeah. but, you know, you have to continue to be friends because, yeah, you never know. It's uh, kind of the way that I feel. Yeah, it. no, that's
0: re- that's really good.
2: Um, I
0: forget who said it. It was either Pastor Chogo or Pastor, I think it was actually Pastor David in one of his servants, uh, last sermon series, that basically we need to speak the truth, but with grace. Yeah. And so it's this balance yeah. of, I'm going to tell you the truth because I need it and you need it, but I also I'm not going to beat you over the head with the bible in order to accomplish that goal there needs to be this grace there needs to be this kind of mercy humility type of thing that that says hey you may not get it the first time but i'm gonna walk you through this and we're gonna get we're gonna get to an understanding first and i think i i think at least in today's society it's like hey if if i'm not saying anything then i'm not supporting them Mm-hmm. It, like, you know, you know, like yeah. it's yes. like, hey, if if I'm not joining the conversation, then at least I'm not like supporting them or engaging in mm-hmm. them. And yeah, yeah, that's that's good, I, I guess. but if you're if you're not speaking out on it, you're also not defending who needs to yeah. be defended. Right. And it's like you may not be disagreeing with them, but silently, you're kind of affirming whatever it is that's yeah. going
2: on. And I think it's like the opposite. I think if you don't say anything, I think you're more agreeing than disagreeing, right. you know, I think if you, if you're not saying anything, you're pretty much just, it's more of a support because then who is disagreeing with them,
1: right. Nobody. Mm. you that's know, true.
2: you're a part of the supporting team and it's like, right. that's not where you want to be at. Right. Right.
1: So uh. that's—I mean—that's so true. Like Pastor Jesse says it all the time: silence is agreement. Yeah. When you remain silent, you're agreeing with them because you're not giving anything that goes against it. Right. And if they don't see anything against it, then they're gonna be like, "Okay, everyone in this room agrees with me." But I did like i i just find it really interesting because I feel like it's so hard to find, like, for people to differentiate the middle ground for that mm-hmm. of like having truth and having grace. Right. Because you, you always hear about like. Either people who are like, oh, I just stay quiet because I don't want to like start a ruckus. I don't want to start a debate or an argument. Mm-hmm. And then there are those other people who are like, no, let's go, let's debate, let's argue. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like like those are the people that you hear, like, man, like this person just attacked what I believe and this and mm-hmm. like so right. I feel like it's it's just interesting because like nowadays I feel like a lot of times we have that mindset of like we're always on the defense. Right. Or like yeah, yeah. We're always on the yeah. like someone's always like attacking me. If you disagree with me, like you said earlier, like if you disagree with me, you're coming at me, you're coming at mm-hmm. my life and my right. beliefs. And so now we have to fight about it. Yeah. But it's like, where do you find that middle ground to be yeah. able to say, like, I need to speak the truth, but I need to remember to have grace? Like, how do you like how do you find that? Yeah.
0: Do you so here's a question for both of you. Do you think that people are not engaging in conversation or they become defensive? Because they don't fully believe what they talk about themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, hey, a, a Christian is stays quiet in a debate or a conversation simply because maybe they don't fully believe what what they quote believe mm-hmm. themselves. They don't fully believe, you know, the scriptures. Mm-hmm. They full, like they still have doubts and mm-hmm. questions themselves. And maybe that's why they aren't in conversation or that's why they stay silent. Because they feel like, hey, I I may not even believe this myself. So how could I engage in conversation? Like I'm just super insecure. I'm super doubtful. Yeah. So I'm just not gonna I'm not even gonna enter the conversation. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that?
1: I mean, that's definitely like it's definitely a, a thing. I know mm-hmm. like definitely like definitely like when I was in high school and like I was very unsure about where my faith was, like whether or not I was willing to give my all to God and to like that relationship I I was super unsure about everything super unsure about it and like never said anything to anyone because I was like I don't want to I don't want to misrepresent what I may or may not believe Hmm. and like that was always my mindset with it but I I feel like I feel like it can be that but I, I think it's also like falls along the lines of like not being I don't I don't know another word to use but like not being educated in it like I feel like there're not a lot of churches, there're not a lot of Bible studies that go over like hey this is this is what the Bible says and this is how we defend it right. the right way. Right. And like we always say like yes, we believe in this. Like the Bible says this so this is what we hold true to, but I think when people don't have that education or that knowing of like I did my reading, I did my own research and now I have my own understanding of it and like when people don't have that, then I think it can cause them to feel really uneasy. And like, I'm not going to say anything because I don't know enough of the Bible to be right, able to defend yeah, it. Right. I don't know enough scripture to be able to quote it and say like, oh no, this says this and that says that.
2: Right. Yeah, that's really good. I think, man, I... <laughs> that's so good. That's something that I, that I struggled with too, like in high school, like especially not in high school because I was in high school, like I was never afraid to tell somebody or tell my friends that I was a Christian. And so a lot of the times when I would that would that would spark interest in them yeah and like they would always have questions and stuff like that and it kind of scared me to even say that I was a Christian because I always knew that sparked some but something in their hearts right and then I would be afraid because they were constantly after them asking questions and it was hard because then sometimes they they would have different points of view mm-hmm. and then they would want to like argue with me and I would be afraid because I'd be like man am I really know what I'm talking about like because even myself, like I still like, I wasn't in, I wasn't sure of what right. of what the of what God wanted from me, and so I was just like, and so I was kind of afraid to speak up to say it. I mean, I always would because I knew that's what God called me to do, right. but I still like sometimes I'd be so afraid I just wouldn't say it, like, and so
0: I think I think we kind of have this ideal mentality. It's like, hey, if I say I'm a Christian, I have to know all Scripture,
1: right? Kind yeah. of like.
0: If someone asks me why I believe in Jesus, I have to quote, you know, Matthew seventeen <laughs> eight. Like I, like I don't know. Like yeah. I feel like we have this 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 mentality of I have to like give a scripturally sound reason mm-hmm. on yeah. why I believe in Jesus Christ. And obviously, scripture has its place in conversation. Scripture is way more powerful than I ever will be. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but I think I think I think it's so like way more simple than that. Mm-hmm. Why do you believe in Jesus Christ? Because I was a freaking mess. Right. I was making stupid decisions. I was insecure. I had no confidence. I was a jerk to everyone. I was super negative. And Mm -hmm. I met this man man named Jesus Christ. And now I don't deal with any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's still temptations. Obviously, there's still struggles. Obviously, Mm -hmm. there's still, you know, this this kind of old life trying to kick itself back into my life. But I think when when we communicate, be like, listen, I'm not going to throw scripture at you. Because people are already skeptical about that. People right. are already skeptical about the church. I think I think people are are looking what they're looking for today is an experience and authenticity. Mm-hmm. what's what what better experience and what's more authentic than the presence of God right. or the 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 redemptive power of Jesus Christ? And so he, I think I think we just went went into a conversation and someone said, "Hey, why do you believe in Jesus?" Be like, all right, cool. Uh, you have, I, I have 25 minutes to tell you my whole story, but I hope by the end of it, you, you understand. Yeah. I used to get angry all the time. I used mm. to have anger issues or a short temper. I used to, you know, cuss and, and swear, and I used to do all of these things. And now I encourage people. I build people up. I'm super positive. I'm super joyful. And that doesn't mean that life is easy, because mm-hmm. obviously life is hard no matter what, but it's like I, I have this new perspective. And I think when you tell them where you are at, and where you are now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Someone can't tell you that's wrong. Yeah. Right. Like someone could tell you scripture is wrong. They've been doing that for thousands of years. Right. Yeah. They've been trying to do that for thousands of years. So people are people are able to tell you. Hey actually I think you interpreted that scripture wrong. Okay cool whatever. That's a whole conversation in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But someone can't tell you. That's your experience with Jesus is wrong. Because it's your experience. Okay. It's yeah, your yeah. opinion. It's, it's so what you've. Witness in your own life, so they yeah. can't be like, yeah, um, yeah, that doesn't work. That transformation, that's actually fake. You're like, what? That's not. It's actually not fake. <laughs> yeah. Like, talk to any one of my family members. Talk to any one of my friends. Right. Talk yeah. to talk to people I've I've done masters with in the last three years. Like, there's there's still been change in my life in the last like three years, even though I've even though I've grown up in church. So I think I think we have to figure out. We have to change our our mindset of what conversations. Mm-hmm are and what they look like it's not shoving a bible down someone's throat it's like can we like can we just talk
2: like i know that's weird (laughs) yeah
0: i know it's weird but can we just can we talk and can you share your opinions and can i share my opinions and can we just have this idea of understanding and clarity like it's just this. it's so simple but it's such a concept that i don't think society right now is is okay with. They're not okay with just. There has to be a point. There has to be a winner. There has to be like a a point proven. And it's like, sis, so can we just can we just talk?
1: Like let's, <laughs> like, just, let's just hold a conversation. Right. Right. <laughs> no, and that's so true because like I don't like I, I don't think. God ever intended the Bible to be a defense mechanism, I think he intended it to be a resource for us to be able to know him, mm-hmm. and to know of him, mm-hmm. and to get to know him like, like it was it was a tool for us to use so that we could get closer to him and right. we could be able to like have a guidance for our lives mm-hmm. but I don't think it was ever meant to be used to like, well because the scripture says this that means you're wrong, right. that means that mm-hmm. you're wrong that means you're in the wrong, like right. I don't think it was ever meant to do that, it was meant to be a resource for us I think because, like, humans are so logical, humans need to see <laughs> the evidence and, like, yeah. and especially because, like, that's, like, that's what, like, our opposing side, if you will, like, people who don't believe in God, like, they have their evidence. Yeah, it's all reason, it's right? all logic. Right, it's all logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, we come from a faith that is totally, goes against all logic. And all reason. Right, right. Yes. right. And we tra- <laughs> <laughs> try so hard to meet, at the same place mm-hmm. where the other side is at, but like we can't be there because that's
2: that's not the Bible. that's not right. <laughs> just, yeah, that's so good. That's that's such a good like from a viewpoint. That's such a good viewpoint. Like, yeah, we can't meet them at where they're at because the Bible wasn't meant to defend. It was meant to bring life to us, mm-hmm. bring hope, and that's just so good. Right there. And I like that,
0: and I think I'll challenge that a little bit, just 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 a smidge. Uh, in the heart of you know our, our ability to have conversation because that's what we're talking about. <laughs> um, I think I think we can meet them where they're at. I think we're called to meet them where they're at in this in the sense of like I'm I'm gonna meet you where you're at physically and like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force you to be someone you're not. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm not gonna force you up to a level that you're not yet so I'm gonna meet you where you're at. however, Jesus met us where we're at because he came down to earth like, hello, that's, that's wild in and of itself. Like he left heaven and came down to chill with us, messed up, stupid, whatever. And so I think, I think in that sense, we, we meet people where they're at, but also Jesus didn't like, he didn't have a stay where we're at. Yeah. He always called us to be better. He Mm -hmm. always called us to this, this elevated point, which Everything in the Bible that calls us to be better is within our grasp. Mm-hmm. I think we forget that. Yeah. The Bible calls us to be pure, to be holy, to be righteous, to be all these things. And if it if it was if it was in there and impossible, why would it be in there?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, why would God call us to be something that was incapable of for us to do? And so, I think we're called because we're called to be like Jesus, and Jesus did that exact same thing. We're called to do that. Mm-hmm. So hey, I'm gonna meet you where you're at. I'm not gonna force you to be anything. I'm not gonna force you to come to church, but I am gonna challenge you to be better. I'm gonna I'm gonna encourage you to kind of get to this elevated point of knowing who Jesus is and living your life according to his will because that's that's what we're called to do. And it's not the perfect life, but it's the most rewarding life, mm-hmm. in in my opinion. Yeah. I've I've spent time out of church, I've spent time kind of outside of the umbrella of god if you will and like that was probably the hardest season of my life like i just carried so much weight and i carried so much responsibility and and coming back to church and from coming back to jesus like again not saying it's easy but it's worth it it's yeah. just a, a you have a different mindset and you have you have you have the choice to respond differently Mm -hmm. And I think that's the best part. Mm -hmm. You have the choice to respond because in in life you just kind of react like, Oh, my water got shut off. Like I'm just going to react mad. Like, no, no, you actually like, you have the choice to just like decide how you're going to respond to that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, I think that's a huge beauty of being in in a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I think when you kind of have that heart behind like, let's just talk. Let's have, yeah. let's have a conversation. You have that heart. Like, hey, I, I'm not going to force you to be anything, but I'm going to take you on this journey that I've been on. Yeah. And even like, let's say you don't believe it at the end. That's fine. That's not my goal. My job is not to save people. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a whole other thing. And I think in our conversations and our debates, we're like, I have to save this person. Right. I have to save my family. <laughs> like every word out of my mouth, they have to be convicted. Like, no, that's not your job. Your job is to present the best picture of what Jesus, who Jesus Christ is. Mm-hmm. And then it's the Holy Spirit's job to actually convict them of their sin. Like that's the role of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So like if if we have this mentality of, oh, I had to save people, we have ultimately taken the role of the Holy Spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And no one would admit yeah. that. Like, you, know, you don't wake up, you're like, you know what, today I'm gonna be the Holy Spirit and I'm gonna save my family. But when you when we have this, like we, we, when we put the responsibility of my conversation and has to save them, right? You have assumed the role of the Holy Spirit, which was never yours to begin with.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. We were never called to be the harvesters, we were called to be the seed planters. Yeah. And like we can't try and take that job because that's like we just yeah. can't. Right. We just can't.
2: So good. I think that's like I think that was one of the things that I struggled with in high school is because I wasn't sure in my faith and because I wasn't sure of what I was even talking about or the conversation that I was holding with somebody, I think I took that responsibility on me. Mm -hmm. And as being here in masters, you know, I have realized because I was so frustrated because I was trying, because I was frustrated, I had realized I was frustrated because I was trying to hold the responsibility of the holy spirit mm-hmm. and as Ugh. being here in masters <laughs> i <laughs> realized that i need to let that go yeah. yeah because exactly like matt said we were not called to be to hold the responsibilities of the holy spirit right we are just called to spread his word and whether they want to accept it or not you know that's on them you yeah. know but right yeah that was i think that's what i struggled a lot with high school and that also had to you know that felt be that i Struggled with that high school because I wasn't sure in my mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, And so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. No,
1: seriously. Because I, I feel like a lot of that, it comes from when you have, like, when you experience something as amazing as experiencing God and Jesus for the first time. Like, right. you have that overwhelming, like, dude, I want my family to know this. Like, yeah. I want them to see it. <laughs> right. And so, like, that care comes out, but mm-hmm. then it's, like, when they can't see it and you're, like, there's just like a whole bunch of emotions in there that bring that up, and like like it leads to frustration, like yeah. you said, because like like my dad grew up Catholic, and so when he got saved, he went back to go talk to his family and like this and that, and always trying to hold these conversations with them, but they were like, "We don't believe in that," like, and they right. could they could they, they were could never understand. able to really make that switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's because they had to experience it. Right. Like my dad can force his experience on them because so that was right. his experience. Really, yeah. Like they had to have their own, and so it, it's like. That's where prayer comes in and loving on them comes in. But it's like we have to let the Holy Spirit yeah. give them their experience because that's what's going to change them. Right. Our experience can't change somebody else. Right. It just can't.
0: That's really good. <laughs> ah, that's so, cool. <laughs> so I think kind of wrapping, wrapping this thing up, landing the plane, if you will. Overall, I think, yes, it is our, it is our responsibility to have a conversation when – we're faced with an opposing viewpoint or mm-hmm. an opposing belief i think it's i think it's our responsibility because jesus didn't shy away from the tough conversations right. and so i don't think we should either however i think we have to check our motives within that conversation mm-hmm. yeah. if your motive is to prove your points or show them why they're wrong or convert them like whatever <laughs> it is yeah. Yeah those those might be the wrong motives, and that mm-hmm. might be why you don't have any successful conversations. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which, I, mean, I don't know what your story is. I don't know what where, where you're at in life listening to this podcast. but I would challenge and say if you haven't had any successful conversations with people opposite of you, then your motives are probably wrong. yeah, because people just want to be heard. People are not hearing each other in today's society. Yeah. So the church has to be different. The church has to be separated and, and differentiated between the rest of the world so if, if we bring people in and say hey i want to understand you and i want to hear you mm-hmm. no matter what you believe and we'll figure it out together i think that's when the real conversation can begin right. and and the real transformation be, begins and i think that's the atmosphere and the environment that, that we can use uh, or at least the holy spirit can use the best instead of you know bringing a hammer and shoving a bible down someone's throat
1: right.
0: um, Final final thoughts. We're wrapping up here. Final thoughts, Yaxie. Oh,
1: gosh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's not been so much talked about. No, no, it.
1: seriously. Um, <laughs> honestly, just, like, we can talk about defending and We can talk about, like, oh, don't forget to say this. And don't forget to do that. But, like, just love people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just love people. Like, you will do so much more by loving on those around you than trying to – like shove scripture down their throat or say like this is how we should live our lives no like just love people and you'll be surprised what god will do with that
2: right that's good isaac final thoughts um final thoughts (laughs) i think just to as a christian or any christian you know just to look at your heart and think to yourself if you're not speaking up then look at your heart and just reevaluate because if you're not speaking, then you're not doing the will of God. And if you're not doing the will of God, then what are you doing? Then what are you doing, <laughs> you know? And yeah, those are my final thoughts. But. That's good. Well, thank you,
0: Isaac, for taking time out of uh, your day off <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: thank you uh, to come in and, and uh, conversate with us. Uh, shameless plug to what we've been talking about the past like 20 minutes (laughs) Um, hopefully you guys learned something hopefully this challenged you Um, obviously we're not going to claim experts in this so if anything that was said (laughs) that was not from the Holy Spirit we pray that it, it dies it falls to the ground dead but if anything was from the Holy Spirit we pray that you guys remember it we, that uh, it challenges nice. you and that you can you can kind of go into your families and your workplaces and your schools and where, wherever you're at and begin to have fruitful conversations with people who uh, may not believe exactly the same way you do. So like we said, we are going to try and be way more consistent at this uh, yes. this this time <laughs> around. So uh, be looking for, for more topics popping out, and we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, that's it. We're signing off. Yeah. Yeah. Have a
1: good day. Have a good day, guys. (laughs)